What's up everyone, welcome to the show. We are rounding off our week of nutrition talks. And today, this is really one that you're gonna to wanna to tune in for because we're gonna be talking about how we start people on a diet that they stick to. The nutrition interventions that actually last. Stick around for this one. Good morning, everybody. It's good to be back on the show. It's Thursday morning here in Australia and we are ready to rock. Uh, I have my brother Rad across the table from me and Richie behind the mic. If we haven't met before, my name is Yanni Bormeister. I'm wearing uh, shades today on the show because I've had an operation on my eye on Tuesday, so I can't, I can't really handle the bright light, so bear with me. But we are Unity Gym and the Unified Movement System. We turn driven people into superhumans. If you want to know how we do it, download our blueprints. They're awesome. How are you, Rad? Yeah, really good. Yeah, really good. I'm um, feeling good. Um, Got a lot of things to be excited about and grateful for, so, you know, feeling good. Awesome. Quickly, before we get started, I'll get the question of the day in. We want to know in the comments uh, today, have you ever successfully changed a diet from a high carb to high fat or vice versa? And uh, how did you go with it? Um, this is one of the conversations we're going to be talking about today and uh, we'd love to know if you have succeeded in the past. Let us know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast or if you're watching live on the UMS Movement Mastermind uh, Facebook group. Hit us up. Yeah, so <clears throat> we have a, uh, a, a sort of a, an intervention, you would call it here at, at Unity Gym, that we, um, that we provide for people. We don't like to call it diet. I know we've said diet in the, in the, uh, in the headline of this because we need it to... Uh, we need the clickbait. We need the clickbait. We need the <laughs> algorithm. Well, we need the algorithm to know what we're talking about. And that, yeah. that's the most important thing. So when we put the word diet in there, uh, I know that we've been talking all week about the, the fact that we don't like diets. We like to learn to nourish the body and, and all of that. But at the end of the day, we also need you guys to hear the, uh, the message. And that's the most important thing. So if you see diet in the headline and... and find that a little bit confusing somewhat misleading then uh, we do apologize uh, but we what we like to call our nutrition intervention is exactly that it's uh, it's a way to learn how to nourish the body instead of diet and <clears throat> we approach it just like we approach our exercise which is progressively mm -hmm. uh, you could say that we use progressive overload in our nutrition intervention uh, to some degree because we, we like to start people off with something that's going to be easy, the lowest hanging fruit. And remember, you know, we, we've said this earlier on, success comes from lots of small wins accumulating to create momentum. And uh, yeah, today we're going to talk you through the process of how we suggest people do it. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, although we don't count ourselves as a weight loss gym, uh, we do have people lose staggering amounts of weight when they follow the system. So it clearly works, yeah. you know, but uh, uh, as I've said uh, earlier on, uh, nutrition, I believe, uh, is subjective, you know, and it needs to be customized based on the individual, uh, most importantly, based on what you've done in the past, because what you've done in the past is what your, <coughs> your gut microbiome is going to be sort of structured on or, or, um, or uh, built on. And it's the gut microbiome, as we learn more and more about it, that, that dictates a lot of the, the feelings, sensations and urges we get around hunger and around food cravings. And, uh, and so uh, to make this really, really brutally simple, if you've been raised on, on wheat bix, cornflakes and white bread, 
which a lot of us have, then you're going to find it hard to switch to a high protein, low carb diet, you mm -hmm. know, because your gut is engineered to metabolize and, and break down all of those processed carbohydrates in the moment. And, and so you've got all this bacteria in your gut that, that lives on those foods. And when you remove them, that gut bacteria has to s sort of die off and recultivate. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and a as that process turns over, which takes anywhere from a few days to a couple of weeks, uh, it can make you feel pretty awful. Yeah. Look, I reckon we should handle this show, this episode from two angles, because one of the angles is I think that we should just really talk about how we introduce uh, progressive nutrition intervention for our members, which because we're not a weight loss gym, it's it's simpler, less calculations um, than if you're trying to do it for somebody for weight loss. But then we should also say what we do for people that have weight loss, because I was, we do have some people come to us that have a big weight loss goal um, because they just really like the way that we do things and who we are and, and everything. And that's awesome. Um, and I even just had a conversation to somebody this morning about this. And I think that we need to really um, tackle the idea of, you know, I'm still having the same conversations with people where they don't understand that they're not trying to lose weight, they're trying to lose fat. Yep. what the difference between weight loss and fat loss is and how what you have to do to get that and what we're going to talk about with that is how you need DEXA scans you need to understand calorie uh, control and you need to understand how to maintain muscle mass while you lose fat so we'll tackle both of those things because I think that they're both different issues yep. and when we talk about um, progressive nutrition intervention so somebody comes into unity gym they start the, you know we, we, we just get them to focus on motivation first we, we get them to be really really clear sorry, on what I, gotta, I have to do the pirate eye the sun the sunglasses <laughs> aren't actually cutting you it you saw it here first um, Yarr, if you guys on the podcast could see, um, <laughs> I'm, I've just switched from my thick, dark glasses to a literal pirate yeah, patch. Pirate Yanni today. Um, the, the, the light's penetrating my glasses and my eyes starting to die. <coughs> so, yeah, so our members come in here and, uh, you know, we get them to focus on motivation. They get clear on why they're here. We get them to focus on the daily habit of movement. They start coming coming in daily. Then they start asking us about nutrition. They say, what are you doing? We say, well, we take a progressive approach. The first thing that we want to do is we basically want to get you to start um, deloading from carbohydrate so that you don't feel these horrendous ups and downs and food cravings that most people experience when they restrict calories. And the majority, the, for, for the majority of people, this isn't always, of course, but for the majority of people, it comes from the, the lack of carbohydrate that they're getting. And, and just very quickly, the reason why we do we suggest everybody do this is because we have uh, about five criteria that we want to criteria that we want to uh, adhere to or achieve with our nutrition intervention to nourish the body. And one of the main ones is to eliminate processed and refined foods yep. uh, to to help manage systemic inflammation or re completely uh, reduce it, abolish it, whatever, uh, and to help rebuild your gut microbiome and and most of the time most of the time those foods have been quite prevalent in people's diet and to this sta stage <coughs> that creates the biggest hurdle so that deload from carbohydrate doesn't just deload you from the carbohydrate macronutrient because there's lots of healthy carbohydrate um, uh, foods uh, whole foods but it also helps to just completely eliminate all of that process um, crap as well, you know? Mm, yeah, for Go sure. on, sorry to interrupt. No, no, that's fine. So, 
Good morning, Lee Clements, by the way. Yeah, good morning, Lee. So I'm glad you like my pirate patch. <laughs> so what we do, we get people to deload from carbohydrate and then we get them to um, uh, basically start eating high-protein meals and start trying to cook their own food. And that is really, it, it, it introduces you to the idea of... Um, it sets the foundation. It's, it sets your foundation. If you, if you start to reduce carbohydrate, you deload from it, you start eating high protein meals and whole foods. It, that, that is, I mean, in a nutshell, that's what our um, progressive nutrition intervention is. Because from there, that creates a foundation, it creates a baseline that we can build on. Yeah. And make no mistake, this is a process. This is not a decision that you're gonna make overnight and you're gonna fix it. It is a serious process. I mean, I remember I was all in, man, when I, when I made this decision and I became a personal trainer and you know what I spoke about yesterday when I was in the army and I came down to Sydney and I spent five weeks like living and breathing at my mate's gym, Aaron at Origin of Energy and learning about paleo eating and everything that he was doing. You know, I was all in and for years after that, I was still calling him and asking him, um, oh, so can I do this and can I do that? And he'd sort of laugh at me and, and go, well, you can, but it's gonna do this, this and this to your body. And I was just, just blown away at the foods that he wouldn't eat that I thought were healthy, that yeah. I really, really thought were healthy foods. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it's this, process and you have to accept it and I see it now myself when people say to me oh I eat this this and this and I go well that's awesome you know it's really good to see that you're making an effort but da -da 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 -da. like the yeah. most recent one that I had was with one of our members who is actually a radiologist so he's a doctor and he, he did the um, MRI on my shoulder and um, so I said to him look do you need any help is there anything I can help you with you know beyond what we already do in the class and we st he started talking about some of his goals and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. He immediately started saying, look, you know, I'm, I'm doing really good with my training. I'm getting more flexible. I'm getting stronger. But, you know, I just kind of feel like my, um, I've got a little bit of fat around my belly that's not shifting. Asked him about his sleep. Asked him about drinking alcohol. And both of them were good. So guess what? Straight away, we have to look at his nutrition. And I said to him, the big, you come here five days a week, man. There's nothing I'm going to change about your training. We need to look at your food. So I started with breakfast. The first thing I said is, what's the first thing you eat? And he said, oh, I have like um, some wholemeal sourdough bread with some goat's cheese and um, uh, a bit of avocado and uh, some you know spinach on the side and everything. Now, if you told that to the average person, that is probably one of the healthiest breakfasts you could get. You know, it really is. He's putting effort into it. He's got his wholemeal sourdough bread. He's gone for the healthiest option of bread that you can get at the average supermarket. He's, he's cooking up some um, whole food vegetables and he's, you know, putting some real effort into his. But when you say that to Yanni, Richard or me, the very first thing is that we look at that is that's a high carbohydrate, low, low protein breakfast. breakfast yep. And I, I talked to him about that and he, and he went, oh, wow, really? Really? And I said, yeah, man. And I said, look, there's, there's some different ways to go about it. But the first thing I'd do is someone of your body weight, I'd be having six eggs. So that's going to give you 30 grams of protein. And he went, whoa, six eggs. And I said, yeah, man, six eggs. They've been removed from the um, uh, Heart Federation's risk of, uh, of, of heart, heart disease foundation. and stroke, the Heart Foundation, sorry, the Heart Federation. We're not, um, the Heart close. Federation are going to um, challenge the Klingons to galactic um, domination. Um, they've officially been removed. The, the jury's in. The jury is not out anymore. Eggs are not bad for you, for your, for your heart. And, you know, and then we started looking at all these different ways that we could change it. And immediately after we've had several conversations, he's actually now having a smoothie for breakfast. Because yeah. when I started speaking to him about it, he went, oh, so that smoothie 
smoothie that I have with this and that. And I said, oh, you have a smoothie, that's awesome, let's do this. And we love smoothies because a smoothie, not only can you, is it really easy to make, like you cannot say that a smoothie is too hard to make. You, I don't know what kind of a life you're living if you don't have the time to just blend up a smoothie real quick, but you can have your four eggs, a little bit of a protein, um, half a serve of protein powder in there as well. But then what, what Yanni and I love about smoothies is it's probably your only opportunity in a 24 hour period to have superfoods like maca powder or goji berries or um, cacao well, powder. It's or It's just very hard to get to, to match the new, nutrient um, value value yeah. in, of a smoothie balance, because you yeah. can add things easily <coughs> but not only that <clears throat> when you blend something up in your Nutribullet it, it releases all of the nutrients into a highly bioavailable state where you can digest it really easily yeah. and a lot of us have compromised digestive systems by, by middle age you know because of the crap we've put in our body not just food alcohol drugs whatever else we've done stress <laughs> plays a big role <clears throat> if you're not if you're not focused on good nutrition, even exercise can wipe out um, areas of your digestive system. You know, it depletes glutamine and things like that. You know, so you you have to understand that most of us have a little bit of a compromised digestive system. So that's why I like smoothies so much, particularly because it delivers a, a real bang for your buck amount of nu nutrient value with very little digestive stress. You know, and it's just a really nice way, especially for us, because we do a, a, a time restricted regime uh, where we've sort of been in almost into a fasted state by the time we have our first meal. Uh, it's a really nice way of breaking that fast with a little bit less stress on the digestive system. Yeah, absolutely. And it is. Um yeah, you can see that what we're saying here, like there's we, so we, much to this. hugely from the direction we were headed in. No, we weren't. We've, really? we've talked about, I'm bringing it back now because okay. we've talked about progressive nutrition intervention. So I just went into this whole story, a specific story about one of our members that I've helped just this week and last week. But you can see how it all starts with making this conscious change that is conscious decision that you want to make a change and then following a progressive approach to nutrition intervention yeah. which as we teach it the lowest hanging fruit the easiest thing to do well the, maybe not the easiest thing to do but the thing that's going to really give you the biggest win is to progressively deload from carbohydrates so what does that look like you do it over a seven day period where each day you you progressively have less and less and less carbs until by the end of the week you do one day where you you pretty much do a no carb day right like yep. it's almost a, a so almost it a, a no carb day. It's a no-carb no, day at it's the end a of it. Zero carb and day. that really sets you up to be able to deal with the food cravings that you're going to have if you try to then reduce calories, which we also do with um, time-restricted eating. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, look, and I think there's a couple of things that we need to point out at this point. Um, we say progressive, but it's been very, very clearly proven, uh, even in a really good recent study from the CSIRO here in Australia, that nutrition intervention works best when you go in hard at the beginning. So they sort of tested, I think it was around 20,000 people over a two, uh, over a, they did a 12 week diet intervention. Uh, they have a higher protein, lower carbohydrate diet because they found that that to be the mo more successful, which we agree with. And, uh, that, and, and the re there's many reasons for that, okay? I'm not trying to vilify carbohydrate here. I'm not a, I'm not a fat or protein uh, carb zealot, but it's just what we've found to be the easiest intervention that works with the majority of people. Um, and well, that, hang on a sec, hang on a sec, don't cut me off. Uh, and they basically <coughs> found that the people that got the best 
result over the 12-week diet and then also the people that were most likely to maintain the the nutrition intervention long term were people who went in hard at the start not people that yeah. limped in and trickled in yeah. okay so although we frame our whole thing as a progressive I don't want you to take that the wrong way I don't want you to think that means that we're starting soft and we're gonna gently ease you in in fact our intervention is quite s serious you know our first week is probably the hardest we yep. deload from the most common um, macronutrient that we're all eating carbohydrate and it does a number of things like we've we've alluded to the fact that it it, it helps you with food cravings but it also pushes you over the line with a with an almighty shove and and that gets you a lot of momentum in the beginning it, it really does and it helps to untether you from food it helps to immediately tackle one of the big th problems which is these hunger pains that we don't really understand and and the way we feel we we get dizzy and we get like cold sweats and things like that when we're really used to having an abundance of energy in our bodies all of the time and it helps to deal with all of that stuff very quickly it's almost like tearing off a band-aid and the people that do it properly do very very well and then from there the second intervention is that we we move to a 12 12 um uh time restricted eating regime where for 12 hours a day you are not um to put any food into your mouth uh anything but black coffee or black tea and then the other 12 hours we we refeed you and we do that for a week to start to get into this okay now i'm eating to a time frame a regime and i'm allowing enough time for my body to heal itself and to do all these sort of things and i'm untethering from food and then from there we go to what's called our deficit day diet which is uh which was designed by a friend of mine uh, a good friend of all of ours who basically took the 5-2 diet a little bit further and, in, and uh, combined it with resistance training exercise and combined it with higher protein intake uh, for a number of reasons because it is just better. It, it, it helps to re reduce the amount of muscle wastage when you're in a, uh, a caloric deficit. And uh, all of those interventions are pretty radical. You know, they're not, they're not mild interventions. We're not tiptoeing in to nutrition here but we are progressing yep. we're taking it one step at a time and there are a number of reasons for that think back to when we talked about our fitness strategy session breaking a goal down into bite-sized chunks that we could that, that, that are tangible that we can check progress with that's what we're doing here we're breaking your nutrition intervention down into bite-sized chunks that you can focus on that are tangible deload from carbs that's it this week next week it's a 12 12 <coughs> time restricted eating regime the week after that, it's switching to the deficit day nutrition system. Mm -hmm. And it's just one step at a time, but these things have a huge snowballing effect on the intervention of nutrition mm -hmm. that after a 12-week period, deliver in incredibly good results, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, they, and they're things <coughs> that are designed to be stuck to. Like it's, uh, this is nutrition, that's why we say, you know, we, we had our disclaimer about the idea of using the word diet. Um, you know, we this isn't a diet. This is a nutrition intervention. This is something that you can it's a do lifestyle. long term. Yep. It's a lifestyle change. Yep. And it's something that really, really works. Now, um, before we finish, we let's let's quickly go into because this is something that like, I'll be honest, what we're about to talk about, you could do a three hour show on, but we are going to give you a serious crash course on if you're somebody that's overweight and, and is trying to lose weight and what needs to happen. Because unfortunately, look, I'm gonna give my disclaimer, which is 
because we've done so much of this in the past, and the biggest issues that I've found is that people um, are really not willing to do the proper work because what we've found is we've poured our hearts and souls into helping people that are overweight and gotten nowhere. And then we've had other people that have said, listen, I want to lose some weight. And we literally have gone read this and do it. And we've given them a nutrition intervention and they lost 20 kilos in four months and never put it back on again. So it's my firm belief that you are either going to do it or you're not. It's as simple as that. And if you think that there's things working against you outside of your own self, it's very rare. From what I've read, from what I understand, it's about 2% of people that have a genetic disorder that causes them to put on weight worse than anybody else does. So if you think that you're in that 2%, maybe you are, but you're gonna wanna go and get a hell of a lot of blood tests for that because over 65% of people in Australia are overweight, so it's very unlikely that if you're overweight, you are one of those people. So that's the disclaimer out of the way. Now, this is the issue that a lot of that, that I see myself most in people that come to me and say, I've tried to lose weight and it just never works, or they say, I lost five kilos, I'm so happy, and then you just see them plateau. Most people that are trying to lose weight are actually under eating. They're eating too little, and they're not getting the, the macronutrients right. And this is what I mean by that. If you try to lose weight and, you, and you're saying weight loss and you're looking at the scales and you're just eating less than what you need to and you're watching the weight go down, you, statistically you are losing muscle and fat at the same rate and that is a catastrophe. If you lost 20 kilos, or let's talk American terms, if you lost 40 pounds and you did it that way, statistically you will have lost 20 pounds of muscle and 20 pounds of fat. And what happens is the body goes into starvation state and when you go into starvation state, it is searching for any way possible to put the weight that it's lost back on. And the second you reintroduce enough calories for it to do that, which is guaranteed to happen, you, you're going to get to a point where you start consuming more calories again. You become, you become very efficient at storing fat, not metabolizing That's right, and you, and you bounce back. And this is why there's all the stories in the world of people losing 60 pounds and then putting back on 70 pounds within the next 12 months. But there's very few stories of people losing 60 pounds and keeping it off. So what do you do? The first thing you have to do is get a DEXA scan. You've got to be 100% aware of how many calories your body needs personally in order to sustain itself. And you've also got to be able to determine the different um, mass in your body. That's right. Bone mineral um, mass, uh, bone mass, fat mass, muscle mass. Yep. Yep, and, uh, and, and then- And monitor it. Yeah, and monitor it so that, you're, so that you're doing in the very least every 12 weeks, potentially for the first six months, maybe in ev even every six weeks so that you're really on top of what you're doing. Then what you need to do is you need to create a calorie deficit that is no more than 250 calories less than what your resting metabolic rate is, but you also need to exercise in a way where you burn calories, okay? Yep. So you need to do that daily. So it's a very small The sweet difference. spot seems to be 500 calories per day in deficit, but half from nutrition and right. half through exercise. That's right. So that means that, that, that if you need to consume 2,000 calories a day for your resting metabolic rate, that to lose weight, you actually only consume 1,750 calories. Now, this is where everybody's getting it wrong. We see people, we see people coming in talking about that they're eating a 900-calorie diet or a 1,000-calorie diet, and you're just killing yourself. You're shooting yourself in your foot. And then the last thing that you need to do is you need to be maximizing muscle protein synthesis like we've spoken about so that you are 
fighting to hold on to your muscle while you lose fat. And that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Yeah, right. How to maximize muscle protein synthesis so, and, and, and how to combine exercise in this so that we will take it one step further. We'll fill in the blanks for you because it's very important. It's very, very important that you understand that if your goal is to lose weight, you do it properly so that you don't set up a situation where your body wants to naturally rebound. Yep. which is a problem that a lot of people have. Guys, that's all we've got time for today. I've got to run off. My son has his orientation with school Woo. in five minutes, and uh, his school is just across the road, so we're going up to, uh, to take <coughs> him in there. But uh, I'll be back again with Rad tomorrow with the, uh, with the pirate patch on, and uh, we're going to bring <laughs> this in for a landing and teach you guys how to uh, lose fat and gain muscle. Do something that most... Textbooks say is impossible that we do here at Unity Gym every day of the week. See you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.